Good Sunday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Tonight, I have a very important subject that I want to talk about. And that is the clapback of Chris Rock. Recently, he had a Netflix special. And boy, did he go in on Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. That was not a roast, ladies and gentlemen. That was a cremation. As always, I'm your man, Yosef X. I welcome you back to Yosef's Two Cents. Sit back, unwind, relax, and let us do what we always do. And that is sit down and reason together. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few moments.
Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another podcast presentation of Yosef's Two Cents. I am your man, Yosef X. And before we get started with the festivities, let me greet those of you that have came in on Facebook as well as YouTube. Brother Baron, Brother Sam, Sister Earlene, good evening to the three of you. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Shout out to all of my listeners on uh, Spotify slash anchor.fm. And a special shout out goes to my listeners in Germany, India, Australia, and also here in the United States. Thank y'all for listening to me. I do appreciate it very, very, very much. Giselle, what's going on? Thank you for joining us tonight. The working woman. Happy to have you with us tonight. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Okay. Recently... Not too long ago, a few days back, Chris Rock just had his Netflix special. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand something. You have roasts, public roasts, and then you have public cremation. A roast is when you make fun of somebody that you love and you admire and you respect. But when you cremate somebody, either you have excelled in any given arena of human endeavor or you have just absolutely burned somebody so severely Right. Until there really is no coming back from this. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Before I let you in on a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit on. This Chris Rock special, I'll let you hear just a little bit of it. I want you to understand something. This is not, I repeat, it is not a roast. This was the first ever, to my knowledge, this was the very first ever public cremation. Because there is absolutely no way in hell That Chris Rock. Any of us could say that Chris Rock roasted Will Smith. That was a public cremation. I have told my family this ever since my nephew allowed me to see a glimpse. Of this Netflix special. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let you listen to it. 
in just a few seconds. Let me pull it up right quick. Let me get to some more of your observations. Brother Sam says, and they laugh with you. Yeah, that's what a roast is. People that love and respect you, they will laugh at you, they will make fun of you, and they will laugh with you. That is a roast. What we saw and what we heard was not a roast. That, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I cannot and I will not stress this enough. That was a cremation. The first ever public cremation. And to make it so bad, both Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith more so will, got cremated. Literally. Let me pull this up right quick. Thank the Most High for YouTube Premium. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Some of you, you all are so upset and you're having mixed reactions about this whole situation with Chris Rock and Will Smith. Well, let me ask you idiots a question that's so caught up in your feelings. Let me ask you a question. And I'm not calling all of my viewers and my listeners idiots because I have some very intelligent viewers and listeners. But I'm talking to those idiots that never says anything, that never chimes in, but yet you're caught up in your feelings because Chris Rock didn't say a word for so long. He kept quiet. But then, all of a sudden, on that Netflix special, he unleashed hell. That's right, says the Giselle. They are listening in India. Yes, indeed. And once again, shout out to all my listeners in Germany. India, Australia, and here in the United States. I appreciate y'all. Alright, I think I, I found something here. I want, and, and I'm just going to be, I just want you to listen. I just want you to listen to it. It's not the whole thing. Here we go. This is Chris Rock. Why, listen to this. This is going to be good. Please. But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah again. 
And by the way, ladies and gents, Chris Rock is from right here in Brooklyn, New York. So his entire family is well known here in Brooklyn. And when Chris Rock said he took that hit like Pacquiao, Brooklynites were just built differently. We're just built differently. Let's continue. And we're going to be talking about selective outrage as well as selective reasoning. Because humanoids today in the 21st century are very, very selective. And they are selective about the wrong-ish. Let's continue. Let me just throw this out here too. He really went the hell off. And see, from what I also understand, from what I also read, it wasn't as bad as it could have been because he did not make mention of the fact that Jada Pinkett Smith is still in love with Tupac Shakur, who, is, who has long been since deceased. And he did not make mention that his daughter Willow was writing Tupac a letter wishing that she had Tupac as her father instead of Will Smith. He didn't make mention of that at all. But just imagine if he did. Just imagine if he did. Can you imagine just how much of a public cremation that could have been. It was bad enough that he's saying the ish that he's saying. But just imagine if he had cracked jokes about Jada and Willow and their feelings for Tupac. Man, listen. 
But the little bit that you all are hearing, man, he went in. And I would like to also throw out this all-important disclaimer. I do not own the rights to this Chris Rock special. All of the copyrights belongs to Mr. Chris Rock himself. This is his show. This is his commentary. This is his thoughts. He is um, encapsulating his thoughts. And I know some of you idiots that are oversensitive little bitches with selective outrage. You're mad with Chris Rock because he is going in on Will Smith. I tell you, you stupid ass human beings today. You all are so damn wishy-washy. And see, my viewers and my listeners, we're picking up on this shit. And I will also say again, all of my viewers and all of my listeners are very intelligent. And we're picking up on this. See, only like-minded people, you tune in. You listen to my commentary. You may not always agree with everything that I say, but you also realize I am honest and I am real. And anybody that is offended at Chris Rock, I'll say this to you, you sensitive little bitches. It is better that Chris Rock is saying the shit that he's saying instead of putting a gun to Will's head and pulling the hammer. And we're going to revisit that moment that Will Smith attacked Chris Rock. Oh yeah. Because that deals with men's psychological health. That deals with men's mental health. Because some of you idiots, especially you, you males, you soft-ass males, you soft-ass males, you're suffering from the same mental illness as Will Smith is, is suffering from. Low self-esteem, MF, muffo. Let's continue. Somebody else's dick. How did that? 
<laughs> Listen. Y'all gonna have to catch the rest of it on Netflix. It's called Chris Rock's um, Selective Outrage. But uh, that's all I'm I'm gonna sh I'm gonna share with y'all. But once again, this is another learning curve. It's a learning curve for most, but it's a reminder for some. And this is what I mean, because here's the deal. As Chris Rock was going in on Will Smith in that public cremation, right? Ask yourself this question. And this is real talk. This is real spill. Listen, listen, listen carefully. Because the deal is, there's a lot of males, not men, but males, that is suffering from the same mental illness. That Will Smith is suffering from. And some of you niggas were laughing at Will Smith. Now some of you idiots are, la are, are mad at, at Chris Rock. Some of you dudes are with. Horish ass females right now. And you know for a fact, in all sincerity, you know for a fact, you ain't the only dude that she's sucking on. You know this. But she's got you right by your testicles. Why? Because everything is in her name, including the lease, and your name isn't on a damn thing. And do you know why that she's sucking and fucking on another dude? I'll tell you why. She has no respect for you, number one, and number two, you were not her first round draft choice. You were not. I repeat, you were not. Her first round draft choice. Sorry. Now, listen. Y'all can get mad at me all you want. Quite frankly, I don't give a shit. I told y'all before. All my give a dams are gone. And this cancel culture bullshit. The hypocrisy behind this bullshit. The double standard. Sit your asses the fuck down. Like, truthfully. Because all you idiots that's saying, I, I wouldn't have 
I wouldn't get mad if, if, if I were cheated on and all this kind of shit. Listen, you don't know what the hell you would do. Because the fact is, when people's emotions are involved, people's feelings and emotions are unpredictable. They are dangerously unpredictable. Dangerously unpredictable. You know why? First, it comes as a shock. That's the first thing. Second thing is, nobody expected to be cheated on. And for Will Smith to subject himself to being interviewed by a shameless ass female who was sucking and fucking her son's friend. And they're going to call this bullshit an entanglement. No, bitch, you committed adultery, period. That's what the fuck you did. You broke your wedding vows, you dumb bitch. That's what the fuck you did. You did. Period. I get so sick and tired of stupid ass human beings who does the grimiest of shit and then you're going to try and justify the grimy shit you do or you fucking say. And you make up names for this shit as you go along. Like, what the fuck? Why? Anything, any grimy shit that you can do, you're going to try and justify because it feels good, doesn't it? You're going to be interviewed by a woman that was unfaithful to your ass. Please. Please. Miss me with this bullshit. And people really want to know why men don't want to be bothered with women in general. This is one of the most cataclysmic and paramount important reasons as the fucking why. But Will Smith suffers from low self-esteem. And to me, this is the most severest form this is the most severest form of low self-esteem I have ever seen in my life. I am not a PhD psychologist. I am not a PhD psychiatrist. But common sense does tell me and it dictates to me this man is suffering from a severe mental crisis. His psychological apparatus and his psychological hygiene has all gone to hell. It's gone to pot. Plain and simple. 
Period. Plain, pure, and simple. Why would any man subject himself to being interviewed by a treacherous ass wife who was sucking and fucking another dude who was swallowing his dick and eating his dick whole and is going to try and justify this shit and then notice how arrogant this bitch was. Come on, man. And see, Chris Rock, he got my support. He got my support. You know why he got my support? That man has every right to be as angry as he does. He's also a lot better than, than me also because I would have knocked the hell out of Will Smith. I would. I would have knocked the hell out of Will Smith and that's called self-defense. And see, I'm, I'm almost 40 years young. And in my more mature years, I've become more and more less tolerant for bullshit. Chris Rock did better than I would. I would have fucked Will Smith up for, for laying hands on me. See, I believe in retaliation. I believe in self-defense. But why, why are we having this dialogue tonight about this? Because it's really simple. It's nothing complicated about this. The reason why we are having this dialogue and we are having this all-important discussion is simply because of the fact that we are not in the era where men are men. We are living in an era in which males are controlled by toxic-ass females and they have absolutely no respect for themselves and they allow themselves to be subjected to even more disrespect. And when you find a man that is going to be a man and he's going to stand his ground and he's going to put a toxic dame in her place, then he's looked upon as a villain. Well, guess what, damn it? I'm going to be the best damn villain I can be. And if anybody that got a problem with me defending my masculinity and defending my manhood, guess what? Fuck you. Because I'm not going to eat off of the plate of disrespect. You eat off the plate of disrespect. I'm not doing that shit. And that's the truth. Plain, pure, and simple. I am not going. To tolerate disrespect and that is unfortunately the new norm let me get to your observations 
on the Facebook side, Giselle says Will Smith was a was in an entanglement, but Chris Rock confirms Will Smith is derangement. Is Will Smith the derangement or is it Jada, the one that is in the derangement? Brother Sam says Will allow this controlling woman to control his life. That's exactly. Gentlemen, hear me good. A real woman, a woman, a lady does not respect a man that allows himself to be controlled. I have said this on numerous and several occasions, okay? And pandering for the vagina, it damn sure ain't going to get you the vagina that you want. Ain't going to happen. Sorry. Until you find the inner strength to stand your ground, right? And you put your foot down and you declare, I'm not tolerating this bullshit from you. I'm going to find a more wholesome woman that is more wife material than you are. And walk the hell away. The end. Point blank period. Point blank period. Erlene says keep speaking the truth. Appreciate it. Brother Baron says, we'll allow Jada to have control from the beginning. And on top of that, Jada never loved Will. She never wanted to be with him in the first place. Will Smith had wife material before he met um, Jada. Who said that she suffers from alopecia. That ain't nothing but a damn five o'clock shadow on your damn head, woman. Get the hell out of here with that bullshit. I'm saying shit tonight that you all know and you've been thinking about. That woman don't suffer from no alopecia. That's a five o'clock shadow she had on her damn head. You know it. I know it. You just don't want to say it, but I'll say it. Because if she really did suffer from alopecia, the reality is you would see ball spots. You understand? It would have ball spots. Shiny ball spots at that. That's alopecia. She just had peach fuzz. Uh, Brother Sam says, this was his get back in not getting sued or arrested by either Jada or Will Smith. She 
she can uh he uh brother sam continues jada just wanted to prove the other woman that will smith is a damn fool for her well if that's the case she damn sure proved her point Man, this clap rap, this clap back rather, pardon me. This clap back from Chris Rock was absolutely hysterical. And to make it so bad, guess what? Chris Rock spoke nothing but facts. Now, a lot of people believe the same thing that Sister Earlene says. She says Illuminati, ties are what they are. It was all a staged slap. Think people, think, wake up. Look, I've heard that same thing. But here's what I want all of you to listen to me carefully. Here's the point. I don't know whether or not it was a stage setup or not. I don't know. I heard it was. I heard it wasn't. I don't know. However, what I am taking away from this whole saga is simply this. We are living in a weaponized society where everything is weaponized against all of us. Everything from the television, the programs that we watch, the newspapers we read, the foods we eat, the water we drink, all of that. See? Now, I will say, I will say this as well. Do I suspect that there is a secret society amongst us? Yes, I do. I do believe that there are certain degrading self-sabotaging things that people do to themselves in order to get rich or to quote-unquote make it to the next level. I have no doubts about that. I've always suspected that. But what I am saying is this. The reality is no man in his right mind is going to tolerate such disrespect. And they remind you of something else also. You have to understand 
Here's something else that you probably did not consider. Chris Rock has a touch of autism. Now, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Chris Rock. I'm not trying to disrespect him. But, and this is, this is a matter of public record. As a matter of fact, Chris Rock has a touch of autism. Meaning, in, in, in situational, he doesn't have the situational awareness, I suppose, to react. Like you and I normally would react to. It's a disorder. It's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a social disorder. I don't remember exactly the exact terminology as to what it's called. But it, I do know and I do remember that it is indeed a form of autism. And because Brother Chris has a touch of autism, Chris Rock responded the way he did in this clapback. So this is where uh, situational awareness and social awareness comes into play. And crisis, uh, I can't think of it. And I said it the other day. Crisis, uh, it has something to do with uh, evaluating crisis. But that's a skill that you have to use, that you have to mold and, 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 and build up as a muscle. Now, in addition to what Brother Barron just said, says Chris has a reputation to protect and violence is not always the answer. He has a family to, to support. That's true also. Now, please, ma'am, and please, sir, please understand, I'm not trying to discredit any of your observations. Because I do believe that your observations does have some truth to it. But whether or not it was staged or wasn't staged, like Sister Earlene said, the slap was wrong. The slap was wrong. I mean, plain, pure, and simple. The slap was wrong. Giselle says, yes, it is public record, and that's why his brother snapped the way he did. Listen, if I'm Chris Rock's brother, 
I would have snapped the hell too. I would have been pissed the hell off too. Yeah, I would. I would have also. And that's my brother? Nigga, who the fuck are you laying hands on my brother? I would have knocked the fuck out of you. And see, here's something else that y'all don't realize, y'all don't remember. Chris Rock. He got bodyguards. Every celebrity that is worth merit. They got bodyguards. Now, let me say this. This is what this is this is the reason why you see a lot of people don't take this into consideration. My next observation what I'm getting ready to share with you because nobody's taught y'all this shit. All right, let me get to your observations right quick. Earlene says, Sister Earlene says, "Okay, we know something ain't right with Chris." So the autism may have played a major part, but Chris always does and says fucked up shit. Well, the Baron says, many folks say misconstrue. Many folks say things that's misconstrued every day, but that don't give you the right to touch no one. All right. That, look, let me say this. I totally agree on both parts, on both observations, okay? But you have to understand as well. And I'm not saying that, you know, for him to say effed up stuff or fucked up shit, you know, you're not going to get a rise out of it. But understand something. Comedians are going to say some fucked up shit. That's what comedians do. Comedians will say some very offensive shit. That's why if you don't like it, keep your ass at the house. And at the same time, just because somebody says some fucked up shit, guess what? You're right. That doesn't give you the right to lay hands on nobody because nobody has the right to lay hands on anybody. It's the truth. Darnell, what's up, bro? How's it going, man? Thanks for joining us tonight. Happy to have you with us. For those that are just joining us, welcome back to Yosef's Two Cents. I'm your man, Yosef X, and tonight we are discussing and dissecting the layers of the Chris Rock clapback, which was the public cremation of Will Smith. Now, This is what y'all have to understand. 
Comedians are entertainers. And a lot of entertainers have gone through a lot of shit before they got to where they are. So, of course, they're going to say some fucked up shit. Of course they are. But you have to understand, when they're saying fucked up shit, you ain't supposed to take it, or they're not going to take it personally. This is entertainment. And guess what? And Brother Baron is spot on. Comedians even talk about themselves. They will clown on themselves. Comedians don't take themselves so seriously. Comedians are going to talk shit whether you like it or not. Brother, Bar uh, Brother Darnell is absolutely right. And see, let's not forget something else too. Will Smith was the star of a comedic television show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That shit wasn't no damn drama. That was a comedy. And what Brother Darnell said, Will should know he has worked with comedians his whole career. Heck, he's worked with Chris Rock. There you have it. Giselle says, so, this is why guys fight the woman that they are married to or dating. Because everyone thinks it's cool what Will did or the words Chris spoke about anyone. He's a comedian. And it all goes back, Giselle, to what I said earlier on. Not just when it comes down to that scenario right there, but when it comes down to emotions. Emotions are unpredictable if they are not disciplined. They are dangerously unpredictable if not handled properly. If they're not checked. That's what comedians are. Comedians are some of the biggest shit talkers and trash talkers in the world. Why do you think when a comedian runs into a heckler, why do you think that comedian gives that heckler that's giving him grief, is giving him all kinds of problems? When people say that they wouldn't do such and such a thing in any case scenario, they're just saying what they probably would or would not do. But when the time of testing comes, what are they really going to do?
What are you going to do? Darnell says, matter of fact, his biggest blockbuster movies are starred alongside a comedian, Martin Lawrence, a known shit talk. Yo, Martin Lawrence is, is one of the most notorious shit talkers in entertainment. Spot on. And on and, and, and let me I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this observation, then I'm gonna read Sister Earlene's, because Sister Earlene's is a little bit lengthy. Brother Barron says, kids learn how to do comedy from sitting with family and friends as a child or, or as children. Hell, I talked about my cousins all the time. And let me say this also. They also learn comedy from being the class clowns in school. From being the class clown in school. That's also how they learn comedy too. Real talk. Alright, let me read Sister Earlene's observation right quick. She says, every couple of years, Chris gets in trouble for fucking with people. So this time, he got the, the shit slapped out of him. But Chris has been against us for years. Saying things and bullying people as well. So Chris got a slap of many should have gotten he sh many he should have gotten he talked about us black women like dogs i understand completely where you're coming from real spill and i'm not by any means am i trying to defend chris rock now are there subjects that comedians should be more selective of i believe they should And then you also have to understand, too, entertainers are not going to think and feel the same way you do. Now, again, I'm not trying to defend this man at all. I'm not. I understand exactly where you're coming from. And yes, there have been some moments where I have heard, you know, where Chris Rock says some shit, got in trouble for it. And he certainly has said some very offensive shit about melanated women. I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to defend him. Not in that regard. I'm not. But see, here's the deal. Y'all got to understand something. Everybody is not going to think like you. Entertainer, entertainers are about one thing. Entertaining you and making money. It's 29 minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock. What we are getting ready to do now is take a brief intermission. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to piggyback off of the uh, observation by Brother Barron. He says, quote, lots of women talk shit to the men in a disrespectful manner, but that don't make it right. 
So I guess that's why the law looks over these women. I'm going to talk about that after our brief intermission. Because that's a serious, serious, serious fact. It's unfortunate. And see what is leading up to. It's going to be some more violence against these toxic females. Because the law is against men, period. And to make it so bad, you got pussy ass males. These kleptogamists. That is defending. These toxic dames. This issue is not going to end well. It's not going to end well at all. It's not. It ain't going to end well at all. And believe me. If I was a comedian. I would talk so much shit about these toxic ass dames. And these pussy ass niggas. But I'm also share something with you also. Remember I said that Chris Rock has bodyguards and the rest of these celebrities have bodyguards? I'm going to share something with y'all as to why. I'm going to talk about that. Why the law looks turns a blind eye to what the shit goes on with men. And I'm also talk about um, why Celebrities have bodyguards. I'm your man, Yosef X. This is Yosef's Two Cents. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. All right, good people, we are back, and uh, I would like to take this opportunity once again to give a special shout out and thank you to all of you beautiful people, all the playboys and all the playgirls for taking time out of your busy schedules on this beautiful Sunday evening 
to listen to me pontificate upon the masses. You beautiful people on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Spotify. Shout out to all of you. Hit the cash app. My cash app is dollar sign hidden one truth. That's dollar sign hidden one truth. I want to give a special shout out also to not only you beautiful people that's listening tonight, but to all of the beautiful people that's listening in Germany, India, Australia, and the United States. Thank you for your participation in your listening it is greatly appreciated once again hit the cash app my dollars my uh cash app id is dollar sign hidden one truth and uh cash app is only here in the united states for the first hour of our podcast we have been attempting to dissect recent clapback from Chris Rock's special selective outrage concerning the recent verbal retaliation of Chris Rock because at last year's Oscars Will Smith got up on stage and slapped Chris Rock. And so now Chris Rock was silent and boy, did he ever go in. Hell, let me tell you. Earlier, I played a clip of his Netflix special, Selective Outrage. I think it is the most appropriate title for his his stand-up comedy. I really do. You know why I think it is the most appropriate? Here's why. I say it's the most appropriate because it brilliantly describes the eroding psychological apparatus of men and women in the United States today. Whether you're melanin, non-melanin, whether you're Caucasian, British, whatever nationality you classify as, in some shape, form, or fashion, the reality of the matter is this. Oh yeah. You got some form of mental illness. And all of you, my listeners, on Facebook and YouTube, chopping it up on this platform, leaving your comments in the comment thread, Y'all spot on. Will allowed himself to be controlled by Jada. This is entertainment, folks. 
And see, this is also the era of this so hypocritical cancel culture. Cancel culture is full of ish. It is. It, it really, it is so full of crap. It is so full of shit. It really is. Why is it so full of crap? It's simple. Because back in the day, people were nowhere near as sensitive as they are now. If Dean Martin's celebrity roast was still on the air like it was back during the 70s, Mr. Dean Martin would be canceled so expeditiously. It will make your head spin. It would. It was when celebrities got together to roast one celebrity. But they did it out of love. They did it out of respect. They did it, you know, and they went home. Now, men and women are just so pussified. It is. So pussified. It is. So pussified. And so when it comes down to the context of Chris Rock clapping back, I support the man. And if I was a comedian, I would be talking about all these stupid-ass men and all these stupid-ass males, pardon me, and these stupid-ass females. They would give me more material that I could handle. Hell, at one point, I called myself trying to do just that. But I stopped. Because I got sick and tired of being redundant and talking about how these stupid ass dames really are. Plain and simple. Speaking of which, let me attempt. This is just only an attempt to crack a joke at these toxic dames and uh, these these pussified males. You see, the reason why they're oversensitive, right? There's a reason for it. Their oversensitivity in society today stems from the fact they're underfucked. <laughs> I mean, they, they, think about it. They are truly, truly not getting any pussy. Nor are they getting their dick sucked. They're underfucked. Think about it. Because why else would you spend so much time on the internet going back and forth arguing with somebody that you've never seen before? You're going backwards and forwards with a black screen that says and they're using 
as the profile picture avatars. You don't even know if their profile pictures are real or not. Hell, you don't even know if they're real or not. So dudes and 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 dudettes, I guess, males and females going backwards and forwards, arguing over being a passport, bro. You're arguing with a black screen. And they're using their profile picture as an avatar. I mean, you you have so much time on your hands. Why don't you get a fucking job? Instead of always arguing with people that you've never seen before, and chances are you will never meet. You're falling in love with, with a man or a woman you've never seen before. And I guarantee you, that man and that woman, if you're not arguing with them, you're falling in love with somebody else or you're catching feelings for somebody you don't see before. I guarantee you, they're getting their dick sucked tonight, or they're going to get their pussy eaten out tonight. They ain't thinking about your ass. Because when they log off of social media, that shit is dead to them. It's a damn shame. The dudes suffers from desert dick because their dicks ain't getting wet. And then the women is developing cobwebs around the pussy because her back ain't getting blown the fuck out. Selective outrage. Brother Sam says, These controlling monsters are sensitive. These people got enough to keep them busy in their own life. See, here's the thing. A lot of them, they don't even have a life of their own, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing. And if they did have a life, guess what? They would not be on social media arguing with complete strangers who they'll never meet. Yes, indeed, Brother Baron, they are unsatisfied. And in addition to them being unsatisfied, they got desert dick. And they got to use Pomula Henderson to set up an appointment with Pomula Henderson. Not Pamela Anderson, but Pomula Henderson. And they got to walk down the street to 555. Palm Avenue. Yep, 
That's the word tonight. Underfucked. And you'll be surprised to know just how many people are lacking and not getting any any uh poom poom. Putin nanny. It is what it is. But see, let me tell you something else too. Remember I said earlier that these celebrities they have um They have bodyguards. Y'all remember me saying that, right? I'm going to tell you something. The reason why these celebrities have bodyguards is also the same reason, well, almost the same reason why Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, why Minister Farrakhan has the FOI. What? Yeah. The same reason why these celebrities have bodyguards is also the same reason why Minister Farrakhan has the FOI. What you mean? It's simple, dude. And do that. Listen. Celebrities are always going to do and they're always going to say something that people don't like. In addition to celebrities not doing or not going to say something that people are going to always are not going to always like. You got some sick-ass people that are just complete stalkers out here. Yeah. You got some sick, twisted-ass folk out here. And they're going to do everything they can to protect themselves and to protect their families. You have to understand, once again, you have to pay attention to the kind of people that has this bullshit outrage. Chris Rock calls it selective outrage. I call it bullshit outrage. Because a lot of people have bullshit outrage. They're just selective with it. See? You really let me ask y'all this. You really think Minister Farrakhan would be foolish enough to actually walk around this and roam the face of this earth saying the things that this man has been saying for almost 70 damn years without protection? See, Far Minister Farrakhan is no dummy. He know what's up. That's why he got the FOI. He got FOI all around him all the time. Even as we speak, Minister Farrakhan got FOI surrounding him all the time. 
even when he's going on interviews. Not just when he's delivering Islamic sermons and lectures. Everywhere this man goes, he got FOI. And personally, I really believe FOI be packing. They packing heat. Now, I might be wrong, but I really do believe FOI be packing heat. They pack hammer. They definitely believe in self-defense. I've seen a little bit of the FOI drills. And those dudes do not play. I'm cool with a little with with, uh, with some of the homies that are members of the Nation of Islam. From time to time, you know, um, before I I started working at at the airport, I would go up to Harlem from time to time and I would chop it up with them. That's how come I got some of some of my material. I got my Quran from the from the Nation of Islam, the, the chapter of the Nation of Islam right in Harlem. I got my Quran. I got the down the uh the fall of America, how to how to eat, volumes one and two, message to the black man. Cause I I you know I got respect for the FOI. And those dudes up there, they saw me coming. And they said in so many words, brother, we see you, man. You're in search for knowledge. And they were more than happy to give me the books. I had the money to pay for it. And they had the information. I could go to the NOI in Harlem tomorrow night if I chose to. And they know exactly who I am, too. I know who they are. They know who I am. We cool. We have much respect for each other. Minister Farrakhan ain't gonna go no damn where without the FOI. Are you kidding me? And for those of you who don't know what the FOI is, the FOI stands for Fruit of Islam. Those are FOI soldiers. And them FOI soldiers will kill you about Far Minister Farrakhan. You best believe that. Your sister's a very smart woman. She better have a bodyguard. You kidding me? Let me tell you something. Times are getting worse because people are getting worse. You understand? And I got I got a few minutes and I, and I got to wrap things up because time is getting away from me. Shoot. Let me tell you something. Well, you're probably wondering, well, well, Brother Yosef, uh, well, what about us that don't have that luxury of having FOI? Let me tell you something. There's something called a baseball bat. There's something called a knife. There's something called a box cutter. 
You're going to have to use that for, as your FOIs. And in addition to that, on top of that, actually, as crazy as I am, I know I, my elevator don't go all the way up. I know that. I know that. But even I know for a fact that as nutty as I am, as nutty as I act, as nutty as I behave, I don't walk out of my room and out of my home, out of my house without asking the Most High for traveling grace and mercy and protection from dangers seen and unseen. I'm a lot of things. But I always pray for traveling grace and mercies from dangers seen and unseen. Because this is Brooklyn. This is New York. You understand me? That's the truth. I have literally developed eyes in the back of my head. This is New York. This ain't, this ain't Long Island. And even certain parts of Long Island is hood. Now, let me make this quick observation and then we're going to get out of here. Now, Brother Barron, he made a very important observation. Let me put it back up here right quick before we get out of here. And time is getting away from me. I want you to read that observation. I want you to read it very carefully. Because as I prepare to deliver my final two cents for the night, I'm going to say this, and I'm out of here. Brother Barron says, quote, lots of women talk shit to the men in a disrespectful manner, but that don't make it right. So I guess that's why the law look over these women. I'm glad he made mention of that. You know why? Because earlier today, I was listening to another podcast on YouTube. Guess what? A poll was taken. And the question in that poll was asked, how many men, when they were boys, were sexually assaulted or, or molested as little boys by older-ass women? 63% of men were sexually assaulted as little boys by older 
women. Why in the fuck are we not talking about this shit? Why? Because some of you sorry ass, soggy ass, cornflake ass niggas are still spewing this shit talking about the black woman is God. Let me tell you your, your, your corny ass is something. You so-called wake, you so-called woke ass niggas something. You niggas are still sleep. You niggas are still comatose. I tell you why. This is my best guess as to why this shit ain't being talked about. It's not being talked about because of what Brother Baron is saying. These bitches have been breaking the law and violating little boys for a long ass time. Ain't nobody saying shit about what's going on. See, if you're going to hold men accountable, these bitches need to be held accountable also. See, nobody wants to talk about the fact that these little girls, especially in high school, that's when some of these little, little hoes out here started fucking grown-ass men when they were underage themselves. And they could get away with this shit because they may have been 15, 16, and 17 years old, chronologically speaking, but they had the bodies of a 34, 35-year-old woman. That's why they started sucking and fucking these grown-ass niggas back in high school Sometimes even in junior high school. And also, that's why a lot of these little girls with these soggy ass, toxic ass females for mothers. The boyfriend of their mothers, they started fucking them too. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. And some of you niggas, some of you stupid ass niggas that's giving all your power to these toxic ass hoes, guess what? You weren't her number one draft choice, my nigga. She settled for you. You chose her, but she settled for you. She didn't choose your ass. She settled for you. It's the damn truth. See, nobody's going to really say this shit. See, everybody's still trying to keep all this shit hush-hush. See, that's why. See, that, that's the problem with this double standard bullshit. You penalize a man when he's when he's keeping quiet. When you don't want to talk to your ass. And part of the reason why he's unemotional is because of the trauma he suffered as a little boy. His innocence was taken away from him 
And some of you motherfuckers got the nerve and the audacity. You motherfuckers are actually supporting this shit. What's wrong with that? Motherfucker, what's right with it? He was six, seven, and eight years old. Why am I talking about this bullshit? I'll tell you why. I just found out today that there was some 31-year-old ass broad that got pregnant by a 13-year-old and this bitch ain't gonna serve a fucking day incarcerated. How the fuck does that happen? Huh? Tell me. How the fuck does that happen? The fuck out of here, man. But as soon as a man gets caught up smashing an underage chick, you motherfuckers are ready to throw him under the damn prison. The same should be said for this, this overgrown adult, this grown-ass bitch who got, this, who got pregnant by a 13-year-old. Throw her motherfucking ass under the prison too. The fuck out of here. See, you see, it's 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 pussy ass motherfuckers like this. See, I noticed something about myself. I'm starting to slowly revert back to the Yosef X of old, bro. Bro, Baron, I'm slowly reverting back to the Yosef long before you, Nadia. Marla, Giselle, and all the rest of y'all met me. I'm starting to slowly revert back to that Yosef X, bruh. Because the Yosef X of 2017 was a motherfucker. Man, the Yosef X of 2017, yo, I was completely hellish, man. And that Yosef X of 2017 didn't give a damn. And I tried my best not to go back to that Yosef X, bruh. Because this version of me don't give a shit. And see, I'm, I was really trying so damn hard not to go back to that Yosef X, bruh. Because now I went back into the ministry. You understand? And I'm trying my best to at least respect the title and to respect the office of minister but these stupid ass pieces of shit bruh these oversensitive ass people these corrupt sissified people always penalizing a man but never saying shit about a bitch that got pregnant by an underage boy. How the hell do you expect for me to be silent on this shit? Huh?
Yo. I'm really trying my best not to go back to that Yosef X because that Yosef X didn't give a damn. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But see, see, Earlene, she's been with me since 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 I even started podcasting. That was 2017. And then, Brother Baron, you, you asked me the question some time ago. You think you need to bring him back? Or you even um, you even told me maybe you should bring that version of you to come back, bring him back. Y'all have absolute, and, and you know something. You know what's so ironic about the Yosef X of 2017 versus the Yosef X now? When I was Yosef X, that didn't give a damn. My numbers was going up. At a certain point. I had damn near. A hundred plus viewers. Every time I went on the air. At one point I had like. Maybe 15 to 20 viewers. On Facebook alone. That was before I even. Had my YouTube channel. Look, I'm going to say this and I'm out of here. The reality is I look at Chris Rock's clapback as a means to him not tolerating any disrespect. Because if you really think about it, when Chris Rock made that that joke about Jada, initially, Will Smith himself was laughing at the fucking joke. Then she, then her ass is gonna be all in her fucking feelings. Then after he slapped Chris Rock, the bitch still didn't support her husband. That's the fucking thing. And see, it's bitches like that. If you, no matter what you do. 
or what you fucking say, if it's never ever going to be enough to please these bitches, walk the fuck away from them. These bitches are for the streets. Charge it to the game and keep fucking walking. Just keep fucking walking, period. And to make this clap back so legendary, Chris Rock spoke nothing but facts. Now it's all in the news that Will Smith is hurt and embarrassed. And I just saw on YouTube where Jada Pinkett Smith is all upset and shit talking about how Chris Rock destroyed her family. Bitch, please. You're the one that destroyed your damn family. How the fuck you gonna get angry with Chris Rock for destroying your family? Bitch, you the one that destroyed your fucking family. You the one that put it all out on the internet that you were sucking and fucking your son's best friend. And then you gonna call the shit an entanglement. The fuck out of here. An entanglement. The fuck? You the one that's still in love with Tupac Shakur and he's been long gone. Then your goofy ass daughter writing letters to Tupac saying that she wished that Tupac was her father instead of Will Smith. Yo, if I ever had children that disrespected me of that magnitude, I would disown their little stupid asses. I will write them out of all of my will. I will write them out of my fucking will. They get nothing. The fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Yo, this, this double standard bullshit, it ain't going to end well for nobody. It ain't going to end well for a lot of people. And see, I'm real. I don't want to revert back to that Yosef X of old, bro. I, I really don't. But all this dumb shit that's going on, man, like, come on. Seriously? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Because the fact is, I really don't want to be that Yosef X, bro. Because that Yosef X wanted all the fucking smoke. Yosef X wanted, wanted 
all the fucking smoke and didn't give two shits. Like for real, for real. I don't want to be like that, bro. I really don't. Because here's my thing. If I am going to be talking about subjects like this, I got to find a way to clean up my act and get my point across without desecrating the office of minister. Because I hold this position of a minister and as a pastor very, very seriously. I do. I take it very seriously. Because I ain't trying to be like the rest of these pulpit pimps out here. You feel me? I'm not. I take this position as pastor very, very seriously. I take it very seriously. But I'm going to say this. And I'm out and I'm out of here. Chris Rock did the right thing. Chris Rock, Chris Rock did the right thing. And if any family is destroyed, Chris Rock didn't destroy the family. Jada Pinkett Smith destroyed her family. And Will contributed to it. And these soggy ass niggas out here, they going through some of the same ish that Will Smith is is going through, or worse. I'm gonna get up on out of here, man. That's that's my two cents, y'all. That's my two cents. I want to thank each and every one of y'all again for listening to me. On uh, Facebook and YouTube. Shout out to my listeners on Spotify. In the United States, India, Australia, and Germany. Join me next Sunday night for another podcast presentation of Yosef's Two Cents. We're going to talk some more about current events that has to deal with the mental and emotional aspects of men and women and what we can learn from it. And next time we learn something, whatever we learn from, we need to start putting it into practice. Feel me? I'm done.
It's been fun. It's been a ball. But the clock on the wall says that's all for now. I'm Yosef X. That's my two cents. Y'all stay safe out here. Peace. I'm out. Have a good night.